Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Tennessee just sounds perfect. Whether that's live music, the crack of a campfire, or kids laughing on an adventure. To start planning your trip, visit tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly boring since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group Incorporated. PNC Bank National Association, member FDIC. Hey, this is Annie. And Samantha. And welcome to Stefan Never Told You, a production of iHeartRadio. And welcome to our sub, 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 sub segment, Fictional Women Around the World. Um, credit where credit is due with this one. I got this idea from our book club pick. Yeah, I was looking at this. I was like, this sounds familiar. Yes. I like well, it. It was such a good one. I So I have read this book. It's been a while. It's actually a series, but it, it has been, it was college, which for me has been a while. Yeah. Um, so just a note on that. But I, when I was reading it, I was like, oh, yes, I remember loving this so much. And I thought it was a really good example. Uh, it was given as an example of a woman with a disability. And since it is Disability Pride Month, uh, I thought that was appropriate. But also our series on religion kind of related. I will say, as always, it bums me out when we do these, but I had difficulty finding a character, a woman, especially with a disability when I was researching this, other than like every hero ever has PTSD, which counts. <laughs> I'm like, I, just, I had some trouble. So that's not great. But this story does have uh, a lot of fans to the point that it is now a traveling opera, which is really cool. I was listening to the nice. music. Yeah, it was really good when I was researching this. And I love Octavia Butler. I It was one of my favorite because you know you get assigned reading in, in school. It was one of my favorite assigned readings I ever got was Octavia Butler. And I actually recommended it, uh, Lillis Brood, to... I was on this podcast hosted by two young women. At the end, they asked for a book recommendation, and I recommended that. And then I was like, huh, I don't know if that was age-appropriate <laughs> recommendation, but okay. <laughs> well... <laughs> I'm thinking the same thing. I was like, you did what? <laughs> yeah, what sorry. To be fair... I read a lot. We, we've discussed this. We've read a lot mm -hmm. of adult books as children. I did. I was talking to my partner and he had read Tolstoy, I think. And I was like, yeah, I read Karenina uh -huh. in the seventh grade for the Accelerated yeah. Reader Point. Exactly. It is they, really dark. They were worth a lot of points, though. <laughs> it was. <laughs> yes. I remember it. Don't fight me. Yeah, no, me too. Um, <laughs> all right. So all of that prelude aside, today we are talking about Lauren Olamina. 
who is the 15-year-old Black protagonist from Octavia Butler's 1993 speculative fiction, Parable of the Sower. And for some reason, I've always said Parable of the Sour, even though I know what you reap is what you sow. I don't know what, why. Uh, really? Um, <laughs> yes. Please don't make fun of me. So. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm learning right. all the time. <laughs> I guess this is one of those uh, religious words yes. that I, yes. I know so clearly that right. it's, it's shocking. And then I forget that you're not, you weren't, like, you grew up not as religious as I was because mm-hmm. we talked about that in Christianity. I'm like, yeah, that's this word and you have never said it, but I knew it mm-hmm. really well. So that mm-hmm. makes sense. Sorry. That was, <laughs> no. that was, that was no. mean of me. I do know what you reap is what you sow, though. But I, whatever. Now I know. Um, I'm glad I looked it up, even though you could have corrected me. That's good. To I would know. have. I think there would have been a moment of like me just giving you a confused face. Like, yeah. Have I been saying it wrong? Because I, <laughs> no. I want to believe that, too. Uh, um, well, the story takes place in 2024, which was kind of frightening. We'll talk about that more in a second. And Lauren lives in a walled up community in the fictional Robledo, California, Um, and due to issues like climate change, economic disparity, and racial divides, the U.S. is an absolute violent chaos and a mess and pretty much a dystopia. Lauren is the daughter of a Baptist preacher and a woman who died in childbirth. Lauren comes up with her own idea of God, a God based on what she has seen and observed. She gives her belief system the name Earthseed, Basically, the core of the system has to do with the idea that God is change and humanity's future is in the stars. Change is something that shouldn't be run away from, but embraced in her mind. And we get a lot of insights into the character through her writings because she's an author too. And so there are excerpts from her work, Earthseed, the Books of the Living. If God is change, then actively working to change things is spiritual, godly work in her mind. Um, So here's a quote. At least three years ago, my father's God stopped being my God. His church stopped being my church. As she shares her ideas, it becomes clear that her beliefs resonate with others, and it makes her goal feel like it could be a reality. With the imminent destruction of her community hanging over her, she takes measures to prepare for the coming evacuation. Um, Her dad is also worried, but he's worried about uh, a condition, too, that she was born with called hyper-empathy, meaning she can feel the pain and pleasure of other people. And this was caused by her mother abusing drugs during pregnancy. It can be something that is debilitating, but also is something that gives her the ability to interact with others in a way that other people can't, uh, particularly after the place she lived in is destroyed. It highlights and heightens her compassion as uh, she encounters others who are lost uh, in one way or another along the way, um, often accepting travelers into her fold after hearing their tragedies. Through her actions, she builds a reputation and people are drawn to her and her teachings in the promised land of Northern California. She garners respect through her teachings and actions. For a long time, she tries to hide her disability. And on top of that, not everyone, including her best friend, are on board with her beliefs. And I did find a lot of essays about this book, which is really cool. I love And one of them, here's a quote from Tamisha A. Tyler. The person who would lead us to something better, a teenage androgynous looking black girl with a disability who dresses like a man for her own survival, cares for those in her community through teaching and sharing her newly found religion, and who survives by any means necessary. Lauren shares her thoughts via journal entries and in doing so allows us to see through her eyes, offering shrewd insight into the world from her home in Robledo in 2024. The daughter of a Baptist preacher and professor, Lauren begins our journey by rejecting her father's Christian God in place of what she calls the God of change. 
All that you can touch, you change. All that you change changes you. The only lasting truth is change. God is change. And she's literally aiming for the stars. Here's another quote. Octavia Butler's parable novels, while ultimately a mechanism to provide commentary on race and gender in America, essentially serve as the coming-of-age story of Lauren Olamina. Lauren continuously discards elements of her identity in exchange for new characteristics that enable her to evolve and survive. She eventually becomes the shaper of a progressive, wealthy, successful, and wide-reaching religion, Earthseed, acting as a quasi-totalitarian demigod. Just prior to her death, Lauren sees her childhood vision come to fruition when Earthseed sends its followers into space to live aboard a starship. And yes, she loses her family to a violent attack, along with most of her community. And she does spend time disguised as a man for her safety. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Snagajob. Snagajob is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snagajob is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, temp to hire, part-time, or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer... Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With their easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. Visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242-424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank National Association, member FDIC. There are things that are scarily reminiscent to today, like um, interracial marriage is stigmatized, women fear sexual assault, and a type of enslavement has returned through indebted labor. It is kind of eerily prophetic. Uh, in the sequel, there's an authoritarian dictator who uses the phrase, make America great again, which Butler heard Reagan use when he was campaigning, but still, freaky. Um, <laughs> there is still ideas around race and racism being not easy to escape even after an apocalypse. Uh, there's stuff about the gender binary as outdated. There's discussion around passing as a survival strategy, both racially and genderly. That's not a word. I'm going to use it. <laughs> Here's another quote. By creating characters that are able to pass as a member of a gender other than the one with which they biologically identify, 
Butler presents strong social commentary on the prescriptive nature of gender in contemporary society, suggesting that gender is merely performance and has no basis in biology. And then another quote, if Lauren must pass as male in order to survive, then what hope is there for black women? Um, so there's a lot of talk about being a woman, being life, life-threatening. So here's another quote. Repression of women has become more and more extreme. A woman who expresses her opinions, nags, disobeys her husband, or otherwise tramples her womanhood and acts like a man might have her head shaved, her forehead branded, her tongue cut out, or worst case, she might be stoned to death or burned. In her ability, this hyper-empathy has been likened to several real-world things. And I actually wrote a character like this, too. And now I'm wondering if I was influenced by this and didn't know. <laughs> because of her ability, she is very compassionate. Disability ability, uh, depending on how people frame it. And in it for everyone and not just herself. So she can even sense animals to a point. But there is some discussion from her, too, about the duality of disability. So here are two quotes. But if everyone could feel everyone else's pains, who would torture? Who would cause anyone unnecessary pain? I've never thought of my problem as something that might do some good before, but the way things are, I think it would help. I wish I could give it to people. And then on the other hand, take my word for it. Bad, bad idea. Self-defense shouldn't have to be an agony or a killing or both. I could be crippled by the pain of a wounded person. I'm a very good shot because I've never felt that I could afford just to wound someone. And then there's also a lot of discussion from this around community as something necessary for survival. And Lauren goes from kind of a dog-eat-dog -dog mentality to a more community-based mentality. And a part of that is pushed by her hyper-empathy. And I'll also say when I was researching this, a lot of nerds, from the fondness of my heart, fellow nerd, uh, connected to her because she was an avid reader and writer. Uh, so that's liked that. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I, I really recommend these books if you haven't read them. Uh, they are frighteningly relevant um, right now. Like, there's a lot of stuff mm -hmm. about climate change, racial unrest. It's it's scary. <laughs> it's scary. It's a lot. Maybe it's too real. It is. It is. Ahead of its time. It's not often I hear that term and I kind of am like, yeah, sure. But this one, I'm like, no. <laughs> it's ahead of its time. Too true. Yes. So... Go check it out if you haven't uh, haven't checked them out already. In the meantime, uh, you can contact us if it, with any suggestions, uh, be they book or character, um, at our email, which is stephaniamomstuff at iheartmedia.com. You can also find us on Twitter at momstuffpodcast or on Instagram and TikTok at Stuff I Never Told You. We have a tea Public store. You can check us out there. We have a book. You can pre-order it on stuffyoushouldreadbooks.com and on Audible. Thanks, as always, to our super producer, Christina, our executive producer, Maya, and our contributor, Joey. Thank you. And thanks to you for listening. Stefan Never Told You is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, you can check out the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. 
Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank, a national association, member FDIC. Tennessee just sounds perfect. Whether that's live music, the crack of a campfire, or kids laughing on an adventure. To start planning your trip, visit tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies. So you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit TomboyX.com to shop.